I'm Dr. Jackie Fenton, and this is Your Health Matters. On this week's episode, I'm going to discuss flexibility, mobility, and strength. I got a lot of questions around um, how flexible should I be, how strong should I be, and just kind of the confusion around the difference between flexibility and mobility. So I'm going to start off with giving us some definitions around these things so that um, you have context for them as we, as I kind of discuss uh, these things during the podcast today. So first off, flexibility is um, the ability for a muscle to passively stretch and essentially how long a muscle can get um, and how far uh, a body part can move due to that muscle length, right? Mobility, however, is the ability for your joint to move and how far your joint can move, right? So some people are what we call hypermobile. So their joint can go past what would be considered end range. And then some people are hypomobile and that joint can't even make it to end range. Uh, Most of the time I find hypomobility is due to... um, either inflammation or surgery, um, cause that affects like the mechanics of the joint. There's not too many people that are, that I would say that are like truly hypomobile in their joint, right? A lot of times it looks like the joint can't move as well, but it tends to be a flexibility issue of a muscle. So it does not allow the joint to move through its full range then, right? And then finally strength, is the ability for a muscle to take on load. Um, And increases in strength means you can take on more load. And load specifically means like how much weight could you hold, right? So I find that there is, I don't know why, but a lot of people tend to think if you have flexibility or mobility, that means that you um, can't have strength, or if you have strength, then it's impossible to be flexible. But all of these things can actually go hand in hand if you work on them. What I find what actually happens and why people have, um, if they're really flexible, they might have difficulty with strength or if they're, they tend towards um, being stronger, they have difficulty with flexibility. It's just because their body type um, tends to um, have an easier time with something. And so then you gravitate towards those things. So for example, in yoga, A lot of times we see people coming in that are already super flexible Um, and it's not something that they've had to work on. It's just genetically that's what their body does for them. And so they find yoga. I mean, it's not easy, right? Like yoga is still going to be hard, but it's easier for them to do than, say, go to CrossFit, right? Or people that are naturally attracted to CrossFit um, tend to uh, be stronger, put on muscle mass easier. And so um, doing anything yoga related might sound really unappealing to them because flexibility is just not fun because they're just they're just stronger. And so it does not mean, though, you can't have both of those things. Right. So if you look at a gymnast, for example. They are incredibly strong and incredibly flexible. In a lot of cases, they're hypermobile as well, right? So you can have both of these things, 
even if one area is a strength for you, that does not mean that you can't work on the other area and improve, right, and have better results. So I'm going to speak more to what I see in yoga around hypermobility and kind of the things that we have to be cautious of. So in yoga, people um, generally like to come, right, to improve their flexibility. Now, some people already have hypermobility, so their joints, right, they move past that end range. And it when they come to yoga then, they continue to stretch further and further past that end range, which might not be so great. So when you're doing yoga, and if you happen to be like a hypermobile person, not just like have good flexibility, but hypermobility in your joints, you actually wanna be working on your strength in yoga. So let me give a little bit of an example. So in crescent lunge, which is like a lunging position, your front leg is bending to 90 degrees and your back leg is straight if you're unfamiliar with crescent lunge. Um, And a lot of, most people, you know, they can't quite get to 90 degrees of hip flexion. People that are hypermobile easily sink past that 90 degrees of hip flexion in the lunge, right? And so this is starting to get, um, into that hypermobility range where you're getting past um, past the end range of the hip joint. And so what I recommend to people that might be hypermobile here, it's not to avoid going into that position. It's just to bring your muscles more online and make them a little more active in that position rather than just hanging out in the joint. And so ways to do that, particularly in crescent lunge, would be thinking about um, the front leg that is bending to 90 degrees, thinking about the thigh bone, the femur, pulling in towards the pelvis, and that's going to start to um, create more isometric contraction of your muscles so that you're not just relying on your joint to hold you in that crescent lunge. The problem with um, going past... uh, going past end range if you're not using your muscles is it starts to stretch out your ligaments. And so ligaments hold um, bone to bone, right? And so when you stretch out ligaments, it's different than a muscle, right? Ligaments, when you stretch those out, they don't go back, right? So once you stretch them out, that's it. Muscles, if you stretch them, you know, past their, you know, they increase their flexibility and you stop, Um, doing your flexibility activities, the muscle can get shorter again, and then you get that tight sensation, right? In joints, however, though, ligaments, once you stretch them, that's it. They're stretched. And so the issue with that is it can lead to possible dislocations if you're in like a traumatic incident. And if your ligaments are super loosey-goosey, you could just roll over in bed and dislocate something. So I'm not saying that to scare you, right? That's that's not generally the common thing that happens that someone rolls over in bed and dislocates their shoulder. I'm just thinking about one patient in particular that had a very um, laxed ligament set around her shoulder, right? Um, in general, most people won't just roll over in bed and, <laughs> and have a dislocation. Um, however, though, it does lead to more wear and tear on the joint if the ligament is stretched out. So you really want to activate your muscles 
even when you're going to that end range and stretching because you want to continue to have strength to support the joint mobility and the flexibility of your muscles, right? Because if you have all this flexibility and no strength, that can actually lead to injury too, right? And you could have a lot of strength and if you don't have flexibility, that could lead to strains when you're you know, doing your activities. So it's really important to have a balance of both. And what I really love about yoga is if you're doing it in a way um, that you are activating your muscles while doing um, the poses to gain your flexibility, you can gain, you know, more range of motion in your joints and have strength in your muscles, which is highly functional, right? Because you want to be able to pick something up off the ground right? And not not pull a hamstring because you're bending forward to pick something off the ground. And though you want to have the strength in your legs to support your spine if you're bending forward, right? So that's what I really love about yoga is we create um, mindfulness with breathing. And then we start to really notice what our muscles and our joints are doing in certain positions, right? Um, If you've ever taken a yoga class before, you can you might notice, particularly if you're flexible, the difference between just like hanging out in a pose and like actively being in the pose. So it's incredibly important to have both mobility, strength, and flexibility. It's not better to have one or the other. It's something that working on all of that together is really going to help with um, your functionality and make sure that you don't have Um, injuries in your lifetime. So I hope this helped to clear out, clear up the difference between flexibility, mobility, and strength for you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Your Health Matters. You can follow me on Dr. Jackie Fenton to get more tips about health and wellness. And if you enjoyed this podcast this week, please subscribe and rate. I look forward to talking to you next week.